Hello, Hello everyone, everyone and, and welcome, welcome to, to today's episode of the Tasteful Podcast. My name's Jordan. And I'm AJ. And we have such a great episode for you today. Um, we got Hunky Dory. Hunky Dory. That's it. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know either. But let's just roll with it and let's 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 whack on in to this amazing podcast experience. Um, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in. Um, speaking of which, we didn't write this down on our little tasteful podcast list, but something happened, Aaron. We got an email. We got two emails. Okay, did we get two emails? Because I haven't. In, one's in junk folder. Oh. Oh. Well, oh. wait, the plot thickens. The Hold thicken- up. Because you did see, did you get the emails? And I forgot to qu- question you about that because I was with people at the time. Wow. Let me, let me go to the, what, the bin? Junk. Junk. Where's junk? Uh, spam. Oh, okay, yeah. It's it's already a like it's a scam email, so no wonder it okay. went to junk spam scam, whatever. Wow. Okay, seventeenth of December. <laughs> I know. Amelia Freya, sixty six. Greetings, my dear. I sent this mail praying it will found you in a good condition of health. This is the first time I've read this, by the <laughs> good way. Good condition of health. <laughs> Since myself are in a very critical health condition, in which I sleep every night without knowing if I may be alive to see the next day. I'm Mrs. Amelia Freya, a widow suffering from long-time illness. <laughs> from long time. From long-time illness. <laughs> Doctor, how, how is it? I'm, I'm afraid, ma'am, that you've been diagnosed with long-time illness. Long-time illness. <laughs> um, it just keeps going on. I have funds I inherited from a late husband, the sum of $11 million. $11 million. And then it says $11 million in like actual words. It has the figure then just $11 million in capitals. Yeah, just in case we read it wrong and think it's only $11. Wow. And then it... <laughs> so it wants us to... It wants us to fill out a Google form. But I opened the Google form. And all Google forms at the top say, never do this and this and this, remember? Yeah. Yeah. But I opened the Google form and don't know what it brings up. Untitled form, untitled question, option one. (laughs) (laughs) Did you press it and submit? I haven't done that yet because I don't don't want to submit anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. But like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does say Amelia Freya 66, so we can assume that they're 54, so they might not be the most technologically capable. But then down the bottom, it has um, my private emails, Amelia Freya 33. Oh, so maybe she's just 87. Exactly, yeah. She could be 87. That's wow, why maybe, she has maybe long, is she That's why she has long time illness. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's just predicting that that's when she's going to die when she's 97. Right, 80, yeah. 87. Right. Our other email came from Afshar. <laughs> it's just Afshar. And the email, I've only just read this, is RDX439833, which sounds like the next NVIDIA graphics card, if I'm honest. And um, uh, yeah. it's just... So true. It, there's, there's nothing in the, t- in the body text, but Aaron, do you want to read out the, the subject line at once? Well, I've, since I fought it to you, I can't actually see the subject line. Oh. My it says, get fist rank on Google Sheet. <laughs> get fist rank on Google Sheet. Get fist All lower rank case. on Google Sheet. So Afshar, this is a shout out to you, buddy. You might be one of our longtime listeners, one of a couple. And um, you know what? We, we just really want to express our gratitude that you've emailed us. Yes, um, we are very get grateful. Fist r- so we have a couple theories. Now, Afshar, I'm not sure if you know, but that's not... Um, exactly correct English. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Credit where credit's due. They're all real English words. Yes. They're just, they're arranged in a way that it's just a little bit nonsensical. So we've come up with a couple different, um, theories. My theory is that he was meant to say, get first rank on Google search. Yeah. And Afshar, if you, if you really said that, if you, if that's what you meant, Thank you. We we also believe that we deserve the top rank on all Google searches, no matter what you search. Exactly. The Taste of Podcast should be up at any time. Exactly. You should be able to click the Google icon and it takes us. Yeah, and it, it takes, takes you, you to the Taste of Podcast. Podcast. Exactly. Because we're just like the saviors of humanity. That's what we believe. My other, my theory, and the first thing that I thought when I saw this was Google Sheet. Okay. So we use the Google... We use um, Google Slides though. Yeah, we use Google Slides, but... We came up. Okay, our tier list was on Google. 
Okay, we came up with like our fast food tier list. For some reason, I just thought maybe he he has a restaurant in mind that he wants to get first place on Google, on the Google uh, tier list. Mm. But we never even published that episode, which is like our best episode. But um, that will be our going away present, I guess. That'll be the final episode of the Tasteful Podcast I've decided just now. Okay. Um, <laughs> our going away present. And Aaron uh, very formally replied, thanks for your time, Aaron Bruggerman. No, I, that's what I forwarded to you. Oh, right. Okay. So we haven't replied to it? No. I've so only- what should we, re- we reply? I've got it up. Um, Dear Afshar... We don't understand what you mean, but we are grateful that you emailed us. We don't understand what you mean. If you would like but to... please continue listening. If you would like to clarify. If you would like to clarify. What you mean? Email meant. us at the... T- <laughs> e- yeah, email us at the Tasteful Podcast at Gmail. If you would like to clarify, please reply to this email. Much love Jordan The the Tasty Boys Yeah Yeah, we're the Tasty Boys Speaking of tastiness We have a snack that I have been so excited to try Snack boys Snack, snack hard Snack like you've never snacked before It is time now, Aaron, still uh, run to the kitchen and go grab the snack. <laughs> okay. The funny thing is, is that we're actually in basically sitting in the kitchen as we speak. So Jordan yeah. actually doesn't have to go that far. So we we're can. In the dining room. Yes. So we're in... It's like two meters away from my, my seat. Okay. So here we have it. Oh, it's got a smart label QR code on the side. And more importantly, we have cinnamon Coke. Nice. And the, the Aaron's biggest attraction here is the, <laughs> the QR code that's on the side of the cinnamon coat. Aaron, you can take us, you, you, you can find, wait, will that actually work? Okay, so it's one of those Ooh, QR codes. It tells us our u- nutritional facts. Wow, that's actually really cool. Yeah. So it I just like works that. like most QR codes. Oh, we can see our ingredients. And, it can, and we can click on it and see what those ingredients actually mean. So it's like a QR code in like a circle. It's got like three layers of circles with dots that kind of look similar to like Morse code, just not as like uniform. Are you thinking that people wouldn't know what a QR code is? I'm thinking that this isn't the typical QR code. No, that's a typical QR code. No, I'm I'm looking at this one, Aaron. Look at this one. Oh, oh, oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even see the other. Oh, okay. No, I was, oh. looking, I was talking about the actual QR code. Yeah, well, there's another QR. There's two <laughs> QR codes on this. No, um, one of them's um, a Coke code. A Coke code. Because you have to open Coke.com. Yeah, that's why, I, that's why I was quite confused. But this one will just work. Okay, cool. You know what? I really think that 2020 is the year of the QR code with oh, COVID. Yeah, it really is. Like it was, it was so non-popular, at least in Western countries until this year. Like I never really had to use QR codes or QR codes were never actually useful for anything in my opinion. Hmm. Like there, there weren't any like places that I would go. Well, there were some things like, um, like my license has a QR code. Right. Okay. So like yeah, um, okay. police officers, well, they, if they wanted to actually yeah. scan it and yeah. find out, they just use a QR code. Yeah. Um, but um, like, yeah, this year's, I'd say it's definitely the year of the QR code. Well, it, it, it at least has like shown most, because most people haven't used a QR code until this year. Cause I didn't really need to, but like with checking in and stuff now people can be like, Oh, so I actually can like QR codes actually are more useful. And I mm. think they will be more likely to use them in the future. When I was in Thailand, like it was seven years ago, but still there was like, I was on like a subway and they had like a wall. It was just like a, maybe like a two meter by two meter, poster of different items like electronics um with pictures of them then a qr code next to it so you could presumably um just scan the qr code and it'll take you to the product website and then you can probably just order it from there but i found that so interesting that like that was just like an advertisement on a subway that like Mm. yeah that was the first time i ever really noticed qr codes out in the wild but here we have cinnamon coke 
Um, it's really, it's really nice to, I think, quite fitting to drink this in the festive season. Um, yeah. Cinnamon being a quite Christmas time thing, and let, let's give it a crack. Such a good sound. I'm going to crack mine right next to the microphone. Although I hate... Oh. <laughs> ah, ew. All right. Smell test. Okay. It smells like a cinnamon donut. With the Coke cinnamon um, donut. It smells like a little bit cin- cinnamony, but mostly Coke. Cokey. I can, I can definitely smell the yeah, cinnamon. Yeah, I can, I can smell it now. It smells like a, oh, it's not like a lot of cinnamon. Like it isn't if yeah. you just got a jar of cinnamon and smelt that. Now, what are your thoughts on this going in? Do you, do you, think, I, do you it, think you're going to like it? If it tastes anything similar to a, um, what is it? A, what is a uh, cinnamon donut? Correct. For a 400. <laughs> this isn't Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> what is a cinnamon donut? Um, if it tastes anything remotely like that, it's I'll probably like it. If it tastes anything remotely like pure cinnamon, then I'll probably hate it. Mm. Well, I doubt they've just diluted pure cinnamon. Diluted pure cinnamon. So should we go for a... Let, let's go for a sip. All right, here we go. Wow. Yeah. It's like Coke with a bit of spice. <laughs> Coke spice. Yeah, it's like eighty percent Coke, twenty percent cinnamon. You know what? I really like this blend because it's not overwhelmingly cinnamon. It's just like an added-on thing. The aftertaste. It's like same with cherry Coke. Is that the Coca-Cola dominates the first taste, but then you hit the 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 cinnamon like comes through it with the Shines aftertaste. Through. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how I want to rank this. Because, like, it's nothing insane. Like, it's quite just like a Coke, but... But in comparison to everything on the list, I almost prefer it. I almost want to say this is number one for me. Wow. That, that's something I didn't... I wasn't expecting to you have this conversation today, Aaron. You, I'm guessing you don't think the same. Well, all right, let's take a look. So, okay, so just to just to catch the audience up, in last place forever, we have Baz Larry Shinoto. <laughs> Number six, we have a Ding Dong. Number five, White Chocolate Cocoa Pops. Number four, Bars Bubblegum. Three, Double Cookies and Cream Kit Kat. Number two, Twinkies. Number one, Cherry Coke. Now, I had a cherry Coke yesterday. Right. <laughs> and I really enjoy a cherry Coke, as you know, as we all know. Would I prefer this over a cherry Coke? <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And it's because, see, it's just, just in terms of favorite flavors of Coke, mm. this is my favorite Coke. Right. Uh, well, I haven't had lemon Coke in years. There's at this lemon point. Coke? Yeah, it was years and years ago. It was a limited wow. edition thing. Wow. But um, like, yeah, lemon Coke was my favorite Coke. And I'm thinking this is even better than that. So that's why I'm like... I think it's better than cherry Coke because this is literally my favorite Coke. Well, perhaps we need a tiebreaker. I think we know who to call. I think we do. Call dad. <laughs> We're calling our dad. Calling Dylan Price. iPhone. Around the front, Jordan. I already tried. Wait, I already tried calling him. Earlier today. Oh, he tried to call me back a minute ago. Wow. Perfect timing. Oh, wait. Hey, Dylan. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so, long story short. Sorry, I had my phone in my room. I didn't hear anything. I'm going to check it. That's all good. Um, point is, 
basically just going through all the information and the Chapel Street apartment, the good one, is saying it's no longer available, even though I looked at it at six o'clock yesterday. Oh, okay. So, I looked at it last night. But hey, Dylan, you're on the days of podcast. <laughs> I tried calling you before. Yeah. You're the one who left your phone in the room. Okay, so Dylan. Okay, so I'll, let's uh, let's call after the tasteful podcast is over. Um, but yeah, we just need you to tie break for us. What do you think sounds better, a cherry coke or a cinnamon coke? Cherry. Yes, Dylan. Yes. Imagine a cinnamon donut well, flavor cinnamon, in a Coke can. Cinnamon is already one of the spices that is used to make Coke, so. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing with Coke. It tastes like kind of vanilla mixed with caramel and cinnamon. Yeah. So, so Dil, are you, are you comfortable? Are you prepared to tell us about your COVID test experience? This is Dylan's experience that he had in Melbourne. <clears throat> All righty. I'll tell the story, I suppose. Sweet. So, essentially what happened is I started getting sick and it involved a cough. So, I thought, uh-oh, someone sounding an alarm and let the media. So, I thought, well, I better go get tested. And then I walked around and there's a local place where you can walk into a town hall and get tested. So, I rung them up and said, hey, my name's Dylan. I'd like to get tested. And they said, yep, yeah, sure thing. Come on down. Lots of fun. And You're on. The price is sick. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're like, yeah, you're like, they were like, yeah, sure, come on down. And then I'm like, you're on, the price is sick. Like, the price is right. <laughs> okay. Come on, Dylan, that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, the first half, so I got very confused. Yeah. All right. But, um, so essentially what happened is I went there and it was in a town hall and it's all massively like protected with plastic sheeting on the walls and everyone's wearing like full on. <laughs> plastic gowns and face protections and masks and like plastic screens across their faces. You should have told them that you were allergic to plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that, that would have gone along like God. That would have helped me a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then I basically, they said, all right, stand over here and you stand on the dotted spot and they say, all right, here, have a plastic bag with a big, biohazard sign on it and I said thanks and they had a little vial in it with um, purplish liquid mm-hmm. and some other things and they said alright go into the main room and it was this big like auditorium kind of thing where they had like booths set up so you could get tested Yeah, I was the only one in there but um, I stood, I, I went to the person and they said yep stand there and the process was they got a big swab and said, all right, so open your mouth. We're going to swallow the backs of your throats. Mm-hmm. And they swallowed my left side and my right side. And it basically, like, I was wanting to cough during this entire interaction. Like, as soon as I walked into the building. Just because that's how it was. This was not helping things. Because they were sticking a big pole yeah. in my throat. Yeah. Not fun. So, essentially, what happened after that is they said, all right, great. That's done. Now we're going to have to do the back of your nose. Mm-hmm. So they got another swab and they pushed it into my brain. Yeah. Right <laughs> up back into the nose where things are not supposed to be. So and then they said, all right. So, and before they said this, they said, all right, bring your toes so that you can like distract yourself from what's going on. And I had to do that massively because it was the most awkward, uncomfortable sensation I've had in a long time. Wow. It just felt very unnatural. Luckily, it was over in like four seconds, so it was done. And then they basically said, all right, you're all done, great. We'll send this off to the lab. You'll get a results back. If you're a negative, you get a text message. And if you're a positive, we'll ring you up and basically tell you how your life's changing. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I went home and two days later, I got a um, lab results saying, you're, you know, you're negative. So congrats. Yeah. And, wow. Yeah. So I will say it was a very quick process. I was in and out of there in less than five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And but the only thing is, it was very un- those, those four seconds where they had a thing up your nose were very uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'll say this. You're lucky that you didn't get the same swab that was down the back of your throat up your nose. <laughs> no, they, they, they were double-ended and they used one swab for one yeah. end from my back left side yeah. to right side. Then they got another swab and then they did the same thing with my nose. Yeah. So, yeah, I am yeah. lucky. I didn't know. That's a very unlucky. Um, that's what, that's yeah, what happened in the hotel. That's what happened in the hotel. Seriously? Yeah. How can that be allowed? Oh, it's like it's all the same. It's all just your body fluids. <laughs> I'm fairly sure that's how it happened, but I love those tests because it was my only like human interaction. Okay. So, well, Dylan, so rate your experience out of ten. <laughs> rate your rate your COVID test experience out of ten. I'll give it a so ten is good and one is bad. Sure. I will give it a. Wow, so it's better than average. It would, yeah, like, if, it, if I had to spend any longer in there, it would go down, like, by a point by every, like, five minutes I spent in there. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, it was so quick that even the uncomfortableness of the, the sensation, which was which is worth four points and how bad it was, Yeah. Um, that still, it was still a pleasant experience because I was in and out so quickly. Very nice. Well, Dylan, thank you very much. Thanks for participating. Uh, make sure you have your phone nearby you when I drive back yeah. later on. Yeah, all good. All right, s- sign off for us, Dill. All righty then. This is Dill Z signing off. All right, see ya. Yes. Classic Dylan. Absolutely <laughs> classic. So yes. we have a tentative Cherry Coke lead, but that might change when Dylan comes up. So what we'll do is we'll sit Dylan down. We'll give him both a cherry Coke. Sit him down. And a cinnamon Coke. And a cinnamon Coke. And he can decide. Sit him down with cinnamon. And he can decide what he likes. Schminima. So currently, we'll put cinnamon Coke. What? Alongside or next to cherry Coke. Sorry, that both mean the same thing. Either alongside or below, but... I've just put it in second place with a question mark for the moment. Cool. All right. So, Aaron. Yes. You came in KFC about a week and a half to two weeks ago. Yes. How was your experience? I would rate it quite good like I did on my survey. So, with KFC, what we have to do is that when we serve customers, we have to encourage... Um, for them to give feedback because every like every store has to have at least like 30 survey responses per month sort of thing. <laughs> and usually it never hits that. You know, usually we hit like maybe 15, like right. if, if it's a good, you know, sometimes it'll be great. But So I helped you guys get those. So Aaron and Riley <laughs> came to KFC and I, whilst I didn't serve them, I did give Aaron an upsize on their drink for free. But um, I didn't serve them, but uh, yeah, I was kind of, around because I was at the front counter and I was doing delivery at the time. Mm. And because I was wearing, I was, I was on delivery. We have these delivery bandanas that no one wants to wear, but I love them. So I wore one. You look good in a bandana. You're probably like one of the only people I know who can pull it off. Oh, cheers. And, um, uh, basically they, uh, both Aaron and Riley, uh, did the survey and they gave me an astounding review. Do you have... You don't have access to it at all, do you? No. So um, I know Riley took a str- screenshot of hers and I was going to, but I pressed submit before I could do it. Ah, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, basically, they gave me like the best review anyone could ever get. They were like... <laughs> I think Riley started with my full name, like Jordan Dean Frithnut. What can I say? That man's an absolute legend. Um, yeah. And then... You both commented on the bandana. And <laughs> what, did you, what did you say? What do you remember about what you said? Oh, uh, I gave you glowing praise. I was like, um, people like those tales of legends throughout the land yes. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, about the customer service. And like, oh, yeah. you said something like, um, I just want everyone in this in their lifetime to be served by Jordan, even though I didn't serve you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have to just say though, I technically wrote both of them. Like I told Riley what to oh, write okay. for hers because she couldn't think of anything. Nice. So nice. yeah, both of them were. Thank you, Aaron. Technically So I, I was completely unaware <laughs> 
that oh. they gave me these reviews, but I was still working. And then 20 minutes later, did I tell you this story? Have I, yeah. Um, 20 minutes later, uh, the kind of learning shift supervisor um, came uh, came to me when I was like just packing some food. And he's like, you're trying to treat the system, Maya? No, treat. Are you trying to cheat the system, Maya? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're trying to cheat the system. And immediately I'm like, crap. They found out that I gave Aaron an upsized drink. Like, <laughs> you are supposed to get a can of Mountain Dew, but I, mm. I was like, no, I'll get them their drinks, and I gave them a bottle instead. And um, I was like, crap, no. Um, I was like, what do you mean? And then, and then he's like, your friends, your friends gave you some really good reviews on the survey. I'm like, oh my god, phew. And I go to the manager's desk because they get like emails, yeah, like instantly when you um, submit we- it. We actually didn't um, write those reviews until after we had eaten lunch. Yeah. So probably what happened is he came out as soon as he, he probably got the things, read them as soon as they came yeah. in and then went straight to yeah. you. Yeah. So pretty quick so, timeline right there. Yeah. Um, they would have like, yeah. So then I went um, and yeah, some, some people were laughing about it and yeah, it was quite nice. But then I don't know if I told you this, but then like one or two days later, did I tell you this? No, you haven't okay, told me this well, part. Uh, two days later, um, another kind of shift supervisor came to me and they gave me a little like card and um, like some piece of paper and stuff. And I got a pair of socks of KFC socks because of those reviews. Right. Yeah. So I now have <laughs> KFC socks because of those reviews. Nice. Because they were like, the, the, um, the, I love I love the beginning of the letter. It's like, dear Jordan, thanks for coming into work. I love how that's the first <laughs> thing they do because that's such a high bar. Because <laughs> a lot of people just don't show up. Wow. <laughs> thanks for coming in um, and working hard and um, getting two awesome reviews on the GES survey. So Aaron, thank you. Because of that little initiative, I now have some new socks, KFC branded. I'm glad I was able to help you with that, Jordan. I feel so privileged to be part of that whole um, whole situation. <laughs> no worries. Well, Aaron, you've got something to talk about. Yes, I have finally made the Switch. He has made his own Nintendo Switch, everyone. No, he I- got an Arduino board, he, his monitor, he, he, he did it. Nintendo, look out. Okay, no, Nintendo, you don't need to look out. Although maybe you do because I do have some pretty cool skills. Oh. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I have made the switch away from YouTube music. To? Spotify. Yes, he's joined. He's joined. Man, I love Spotify. Yes, high five. Spotify is the best streaming service I have ever used Whoa! in my entire life. Whoa. Like I still haven't tried Tidal. Hold on, partner. These are some big claims. I want you to go into the details. Okay. I have a list of things I just love about Spotify. Firstly, yep. you can actually select what quality music you want to download yep. and stream. And you can do that with other services, but like this just seems to work. I, I don't know why, but like other times I've tried downloading on YouTube music, it just fails or doesn't download or takes absolutely way too long for what yep. it should. Secondly, it has a desktop app that yep. lets you download music for offline listening. Yes. Because like while I have while we have half decent internet here, it's still not 100% reliable. Mm-hmm. There's occasionally whole days where we don't have internet, so I don't have music. Yeah. Yeah. I can now listen to music on those days. Yeah. And that is absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Also, I absolutely love how integrated all the apps are. Yeah. Like I can be listening on my phone and just select what speaker I want to play it on. And I can even select my computer mm-hmm. if I, or I could select the Apple TV cause it's got the app on it now, or I can even select a Google home. Yeah. Like it can, it's just so seamless being able to switch between those. And then you can use your phone as a remote for that, like a computer. Cause yeah. like I always just have the music minimized on my computer because yeah. I hate having to take up a whole window or even a quarter of a window just to be able to listen to music. Yeah. So I could be list- I can be just controlling it with my phone. Yeah. Like that's just amazing to me. Yeah. It's just, Oh, it's so awesome. And it just, it works. It just works. It works. <laughs> it works better than Apple airplay. Right. 
I don't, I, I've, never, I've never been an AirPlay kind of guy because I'm not yeah. an Apple user other than the iPhone. But there, is, there are some other things that I really enjoy and I completely agree with those. I mean, it's really just awesome to be like, well, it was quite sort of like not, it was kind of like alarming at first when I first got Spotify because I would be listening to music on my computer with my headphones and I would like, like tap my home screen, like uh, open up my phone and then on the lock screen it would say, I'm playing music. I'm, like, I'm not playing music on my phone, mm. but then I'm like, oh, this is the music that's playing on my computer. So if I was to unplug my headphones from there and plug it into my phone, I would just be able to pick up right where I left off. That's yeah. awesome. Like the integration is just absolutely seamless. I completely agree that like it's just, there's there's no barriers. Like you don't have to restart the playlist or find the same spot in the playlist to you know, re- restart your music. It's just, it's just there and it's awesome. Like, um, yeah. it's just fantastic that integration, and even yeah, and it's I'll, I'll say it's way better than Chromecast because oh, I do yeah. I do like Chromecast. It's useful. It's but clunky, it's, but it, yeah, it's way more clunky than it needs to be. A mm-hmm. lot of the time, especially with Google Play Music, it just wouldn't work. Exactly, it just wouldn't work. Yeah, and just the fact that this is it's just so seamless and it works. It doesn't detract from your experience. Yeah, listening to it. Which is what I find so amazing. Something that I really enjoy also is I don't believe you can do it on the phone app, but wow, I just remembered I had a dream last night that I got an iPad, but that's another thing. That's Sorry. another thing altogether. That's another thing altogether. I don't know why I just remember that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> on the desktop app, you can see what your friends are listening to. Right, in the if social. you have friends. Yes. So <laughs> what you need to do is you need to click on the find friends button because, well, my my account's linked with Facebook. So just all my Facebook friends that have theirs also linked, right. I can just follow. Well, I'm not linking and, mine and to Facebook because I don't use Facebook anymore. But Really? At all? Oh, yeah, fair enough. Well, like I have it, but I'm like never on it. Yeah. I, I only check it if I get a notification. Yeah. Like I've only got notifications for people inviting me to invent events. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what I use it for. Yeah. But, yeah, um, but, um, it, but it's really ent- entertaining because I just went down follow, 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 follow. Like everyone I'm like slightly talked to, you know, like I follow. And then, you know, just when I'm on Spotify, I'm like, oh, that person's listening to some 80s music right now. Or that person's listening to that. And it's really interesting to like have like an insight on what people are listening to and that sort of thing. I really quite like it. Um, right. Yeah. And like even just little things like, on Google Play Music, you could just swipe to skip songs yep. on the like mini player down the bottom of the screen when you're yep. scrolling through music. They got rid of that on YouTube Music, but now it's on Spotify. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I found that extremely annoying about YouTube Music as well. Okay, so it's queuing system. It just works so well. Like yes. you can have a whole lot of things queued up, ready to go, and then you just press a song. Like, have you ever? Well. You probably haven't done this, but on YouTube Music, if you press a song like that's in an album, and you have a queue, it will just get rid of your queue and, oh, right, and yeah. change it to that album. Yeah. But with Spotify, you press a song, it just adds it to the queue yeah. as the thing it just starts playing, so, there and then goes to the next thing in the queue that you had. I remember with Google Play Music, you had Play Next, right? Was yeah, that, yeah, and like that was okay, but there was never a Play Later. Like there is with like Apple and Spotify. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Spotify particularly has. It doesn't have play a play later. next, but it has an add to queue. So it adds yeah, it yeah. to the end of the queue. Yeah, yeah. But then um, like it's so easy just to rearrange the queue as well. Yeah, it's really good. I, I think I think Spotify is on par with Apple when it comes to queuing. I, I really like Apple's queuing system mm. as well. Um, but like I think I, I think Apple does take the lead a little bit because they do have a play later. One. So let's say I'm listening to an album and I'm like, hmm, what album do I, do I want to listen to after, after this, this one. one? You can just select the whole album and do play later. Um, there are some parts about Spotify that are negatives in my mind, uh, but we'll get to those later. I'll quickly say what I really enjoy almost most of all is the daily mixes. So Spotify will give you, I think, up to five playlists every day refreshed of music that you might like. And they've kind of not categorized it into specific categories, but specific kind of feelings. So for example, you know, I like Lord Huron. There's another band I really like called The Head and the Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have kind of like also like an acoustic kind of sound. So it's, they've got like my like, you know, nature inspired acoustic kind of sounds um, mixed with artists that I like and also artists that I might like that are similar to, you know, other people might like. So you've got like right, a, yeah. 
almost like a 50-50 mix of music that you like, but music that you might also like. Almost like a radio station, but like... Tailored to you. Tailored to you. Um, and then you have, you have five of those every day. So my daily mix one is like my nature kind of filled one. And then we have my kind of surf rock inspired daily mix. And then, yeah, those are just really fun to listen to. I've got kind of my like electronic, electronic kind of sound. And it's just, it's just great. Cause it's like, you just kind of uh, pick a particular vibe and it'll do it for you. Also the on repeat playlist is awesome. It's just music that you just, it just says the songs you can't get enough of right now. It also makes it for you like every couple of days, I believe it refreshes. And yeah, they're just all songs that I'm really vibing with right now. And right. I just know if I shuffle that playlist, I'm going to have a good time. You know, if I want to, if I want to, you know, when I go to work, I usually just put that playlist on because I can only usually listen to one song. Um, and also something that I um, recently found where I can't see them right now. Oh, they also have time capsule. So like a bunch of older songs that I might like and also my repeat rewind. So the songs that used to be my on repeat playlist um, kind of go there. So they also have like a daily, I don't know where it is, but um, they also have like a daily, uh, like a daily commute playlist. Right. Yeah. Where they'll have like a, th- this is the news, like a five minute section of like, this is the news today. These are top headlines. Here's what's happening in the world. Now let's listen, listen to some music. So then you have like two songs that you might like, and then it'll come up with like a podcast. One of them was a today in true crime. So like the like daily pot, it's a daily 10 minute podcast, 10 to 15 minute podcast, just talking about like a, almost like a Buzzfeed unsolved kind of thing. Like this is what happened. Right, yeah. Like I listened to this one about this man who like tried to sneak into a restaurant through the vents oh, okay, in like yeah. the grease system and he oiled himself up and then he like, got stuck in a vent for like three days because he wanted to go in and steal some food or something. But he just, right. was kind of funny if I'm honest. But yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoy that, those tailored experiences they can only get from the monopoly that is Spotify. Spotify. And it, they've got a really good selection of music as well. There's nothing that I want to listen to that I can't find on here unless mm. it's like one of those YouTube only songs or, you know, that yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, that's the only benefit to YouTube music is that you do get those very niche, obscure songs that you might that might only exist on YouTube yeah. rather than a dedicated streaming service. But yeah, here we go. The yeah, and also the whole uh, rewind thing at the end of the year, like the twenty twenty wraps. You know, I love I love how everyone kind of gets like a uh, a yearly wrap up. You know, mm. um, and, 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 yeah, and this year it was quite a, it was quite a quiz as well. You could be like, what do you think was your most listened to decade? And then you're like this. And I was like, no, this was your most listened to decade. It really kind of tests your music knowledge. I only had Spotify for like a month when that rap thing dropped. So mine was, weren't accurate at all. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah. So basically I really love those tailored experiences. That's where Spotify shines, but I do have some qualms with Spotify. Why don't you tell me your qualms? Well, I was just going to ask, do you have any negatives about it? No. None yet? None yet. Yeah. Um, I, one thing I just wanted to mention quickly is that um, the whole sharing Spotify across devices thing is really cool, especially if you're considering like setting up a bit of a multi-room home audio system because all you need to do is get a bunch of Raspberry Pis and install Linux, Spotify for Linux on it and then you can basically just set up any speaker system you want anywhere. Like that's that's a pretty cool feature, don't you think? Well, like what do you mean by speaker system? Like, Like, I don't know. You could have one connected to the sound system out there, like one set up in your bedroom kind of thing and like you can literally just select where you want to play. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Like, there are some people who would find that really useful. Like, oh, like you have a speaker set up in the kitchen. Like there's the speakers set up on top of the microwave. So when you're mm. cooking, you can play your tunes in the kitchen yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Or like you have in roof speakers in your dining room. So you just like, boop, like ambience while you're So if you're like really rich and you really want to deck out your house with like a great audio system and. But like, this is like, this is a way you can do it relatively cheaply. Cause like the. Uh, uh, Unless unless you want to be stuck with a smart speaker sort of thing. Yeah. Which is, let's be real, like Google home, (laughs) Google nest or whatever they are now. They're not the best in the world. Yeah. 
Like the thing is you could do this quite cheaply with like um, sound systems you can get from an op shop and a little Raspberry Pi. It doesn't, wouldn't even need to be the newest one because you're literally using it as an audio receiver node. Because the HomePods don't have Spotify integration, do they? Uh, they do, although it's basically Chromecast, so it's quite clunky. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple of my qualms. Yes, your qualms. Uh, you might disagree with them, but I just, I'd just like for you to hear me out. So these are just a couple of things that I've gotten used to, usually with Google Play Music mm-hmm. or iTunes, that I just wish were also integrated because they're typically simple things. Or like I can kind of understand why they don't. So first of all, you can't see how many times you've played a specific song. Right. So in Google or iTunes, it'll have your play count. You can't, you can't access your play count in Spotify, unfortunately. And that's like, it's not a big deal, but I, I'm, I'm a sucker for statistics and data. So like, right, yeah. I loved like, after I was like, if I'm obsessed with an album after a couple of months, I'll just click on the sort by most played to least played. And it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm like, hmm, yeah, that is my fo- most favorite song of this album. And like, yeah, I yeah. do kind of not listen to this more. Maybe I should listen to it more, you know? See, the thing is probably what's more annoying about that for you is that they have those statistics because yeah. they tell you things yeah. at the end of the year that they can only yeah. know by your play counts. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like annoying just not being able to access that. But I can understand why because it makes the end of the year wrap up so much more special because it's kind of like a reveal, you know, like it kind of shows. But it it is a feature I would like to have. Um, That doesn't really fit with their aesthetic with the whole, the the way the UI is set up. Regardless. Second thing is that I could be wrong, but there's no playlists of the entire artist discography yes and that is quite annoying because like for example with uh, google play music um it'll just have all my songs which like it says all my songs even though it's all the artist songs but basically i click on an artist and it has all of the music that you quote unquote own but like you have the streaming service so it's like it's all of them yeah um It'll just have every single song that that artist has ever produced in one playlist, yeah. right? You have to make that yourself with Spotify. Mm. And that's kind of annoying. It's a little bit tedious because also you might there might be things that you've missed, you know? Um, like you might have like one artist with like a bunch of little EPs and stuff that you might just easily forget. Yeah. Um, not only that, but like, I don't think this is a thing with Google Play Music even, but if they featured in like another artist album or something, you might not never know because you yeah, just because it doesn't turn yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I understand that. Cause I did like that with some artists being able to do that, but I always found it never worked properly because like, um, for example, uh, Mumford and Sons, they did a, album with a whole lot of artists um in south africa yeah like one of them is beatenberg which also um heavily featured in my library yeah so like you actually had to find the artists mumford and sons and beatenberg to get those songs yeah. essentially like it didn't exist as mumford and sons and it didn't didn't exist as beatenberg yeah so it yeah. was a, like that, it was almost like mumford and sons and beatenberg was a separate artist altogether yeah so that's i found that annoying but um yeah, I can understand why Spotify hasn't quite integrated something like that just because there is so much like cross-collaboration and featuring and stuff yeah. in the music industry. I can see why they might not have integrated it, but I also do like that. Luckily, they do have a featuring like um, featuring section. So, for example, I'm on the artist, the Avalanche at the moment. Um, Spotify also has their curated This Is band name right so this is the avalanches for example and it'll kind of have the hits and some like non-obscure things but basically it's like a playlist Mm. being like this is what this artist represents which i like right yeah And they do have like you know um it shows all the other like main playlists that they're featured on which is cool but like it it just there's some songs that just might fly under the radar for you that you'll never be able to experience because Mm. it's not brought up to the forefront well the thing is is that every time there's been a whole artist like there's been the whole artist um, discography thing. It's only ever been what is actually in my library in basically yeah. every service yeah. I've used. So I've actually found out literally when I got Spotify that Coldplay has about 25 songs I've never heard before really? in my entire life. Wow. Yeah, because all their early albums, they released 
lots of their songs as singles before yeah. they release a whole album. Like typically what they do. Yeah. But since it was in the time of like when records were still a thing, they had yeah. B-side songs. Yeah. That, that never, never got featured. Yeah. So like I've found some absolutely amazing songs, which I absolutely love that I never knew existed, even though they've been out for literally yeah. 20 years at this which point. Which is really cool. I know. Yeah. And like it's... It's like a good couple of albums worth, like 25, like it's a good two albums worth of songs right there yeah. that I just never knew because like they were hidden in the singles. Yeah. And like I grew up in the iTunes age where you literally just get the songs on iTunes or on CD. So you never really just bought singles. Yeah. So I never looked it into Coldplay's singles because they have lots of singles out so I never yeah. looked in there to see, oh, they actually have a lot of songs that I've never seen before in my entire life. Yeah. And like, yeah. So another another qualm I have is that you can't add playlists to other playlists. So let's say because, because I've made a couple um, discography albums for specific artists. So I've got one all for, for example, Lord Huron, another one for all of TV Girl. Let's say I wanted to add... Um, have a playlist with both of those I can't add one of those playlists to another playlist or I can't create like a third playlist right. so you can you can add for example you can go to an artist and you can go to one of the albums and you can add that to a playlist like all um, as a whole yeah. but you can't do that with your own individual playlists yeah which okay. is just kind of like these are just small things that like would help yeah but I guess they want to keep the service streamlined and all that sort of thing. But like, these are just things that I was able to do before, but now I kind of have to do it in a roundabout way. Yeah. Um, One thing I did find a bit annoying with um, Spotify is that you can't, like when you're on a desktop, you can't like click and drag songs, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. So like if, um, like you, you know how like if you're on a playlist, you can like select the, like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. You can't do that. You can't do oh, that. No. no. So like you can't even go to a playlist that has all the songs, select all the songs and then drag them into a new playlist. Yeah. You can only do that with albums yeah. and individual songs. You can't select multiples. Yeah. Which is very weird in my opinion. And this is something that just, it. this is just a very conservative old school opinion, but I would love to have a streaming service or an app. And this, is, this isn't a Spotify thing. This is just an every service has moved to this way of things. Just with the UI, with an app, the way it used to work on, for example, your music app on the iPhone is that on the very bottom bar, you would have songs, playlists, albums, artists, etc. right? Mm -hmm. You could access it there straight away. Yeah. But now, whether it's like, no matter what service, there's always a your library button and then you have to look at the artist or the playlist or whatever. And you whatever don't even have there. songs on Spotify. You can't even see all the songs yes. that you have in your yes. library. Oh, you're right. I didn't notice that until now. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I, mi I miss that. That's yeah. something oh, I miss. But oh, that's so annoying. I feel like I've moved away from that. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't use it, it very much often anyway, but it's kind of good to like just have like a list. Okay. Like that, okay. That's why I have my ABCD playlist. It's because... I use like there's some albums from artists that I don't typically like listening to all the time. Like yeah. AJR is one. Like I only like the click that album. Like I just really like a couple of songs in there, but I don't listen to the whole thing. But like you yeah. can't really add individual songs to your library. Yeah, and I like having the full album there. But in general, like so, in, for some reason having so sorry sorry no sorry, just have, sorry. yeah just having the all songs. I find a bit silly because like if I shuffle it, then I am, I'd be finding songs. I'm just always constantly wanting to skip kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. That's, I, I understand. Like I've, yeah. So that's why I've kind of moved away from the songs list because I've moved into having my playlist that has like everything I want to listen to all the time kind of thing. Like I can just yeah. put on shuffle and I'll find something I like as opposed to, Yeah. But I, the, re the reason why I miss the songs list is because, especially with um, uh, the Apple Music app, is that what I like to do sometimes, especially on car trips, is I'll shuffle all my music and then I'll guess what song is playing. And then if I can't guess it, then I have to listen to it. So then I eventually know it. Right, so it like yeah. helps me discover more music. Um, but if I already know it, then I'll skip it. But that's it's that's a very niche thing that like mm. I can't like expect them to tailor for. But 
Um, for some reason, the, the library just is kind of weird in general. Like, I only have, like, five albums here. It's probably because I've added it to, like... A playlist of Like, I've liked album. it, I think. I think if I've liked the album, then it will show up in the... I have to specifically, like, like the album. That's yeah. how it if appears you add, in your... If you add an album to a playlist, it doesn't add it to your library. Yeah. Which I feel is a bit silly as yeah. well. But yeah. to, to wrap it up, we like Spotify. <laughs> we really do like Spotify. There's right? a couple of things that we wish Spotify would change. Well, not so much me. I'm kind of content with them at the moment. Yeah, I'm quite content as well. I, I, I think it's quite nice. I just, I, I feel as though the UI is the only thing that kind of lets me down. Just the whole navigation is a little bit messy. It's not as like categorized as I would like it. Um, it's a bit of a maze in my opinion, but I, I just haven't gotten used to it yet. And um, yeah, the, these little features don't mean that the streaming service is bad. It's, yeah. It's the best streaming service. We can both agree to that. Like, honestly, yeah. I'm I'm quite happy. Yeah, and I'm just happy that I'm no longer with Google. They're so frustrating that it's just so stupid. I'm I'm glad my YouTube Premium days are over. Yeah, I actually deleted YouTube altogether. Oh, well. really? Yeah. Wow. I just wait. So wait to to be clear. Have you cancelled your YouTube Premium subscription? Yes, wow. I've cancelled. Yeah, because I'm not paying for YouTube Premium f- while also paying for Spotify. Yeah, I feel that's really stupid. Yeah, but I just got rid of YouTube altogether because I was like, I don't want to have to deal with two ads every single video kind of thing. And I was just like, I don't, I don't need YouTube. Mm. YouTube is just something I open up to waste time. Yeah, me too. So I was just like, no, I'm going to just get rid of it. Because I don't actually need it. Like, there's, yes, there's, I'll miss some things, but like, I don't really need to watch those things. I bet by this time next month it'll be re-downloaded. It's not going to be. Oh wow! Okay, let me just sort of remind me in one month that Aaron has re-downloaded YouTube to see if Aaron has re-downloaded YouTube. Well, no, it'll happen. One moment. No, one month. <laughs> Let's see. All right, so let's move. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I'll figure that out later. Now, I had a revelation. What is your revolution? Revelation. <laughs> Renovation. Reconstruction. So my revelation was that in Cloudy with the Chance of Me- this this is not going to be a big talking topic. Okay. But in Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, all of the food is vegan. <laughs> Because it's all made from water. Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, okay. But then it becomes a question. So, okay. Would a vegan be fine eating beef if they, if it wasn't a farm animal and they died of natural causes? I feel that's that's a, that's a, it depends on the vegan kind of question. It's like yeah, a, that, but that's the thing. Yeah. So, how vegan Clyde with a chance of meatballs food is depends on the vegan's view. Yeah, of the meat. what veganism is. Yeah, because if thing. it's like they just don't want to eat meat at all because they think the concept of it is disgusting, then they probably wouldn't consider water meat. <laughs> We need to put this sardine <laughs> canning business behind us and look to the, to the future. future. Water, Water meat. meat. <laughs> <laughs> Water meat. But no, yeah. maybe, maybe that was the original ABBA song. Water meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I guess how vegan they'd see the food depends on the vegan. But I guess in essence, yes, you could say it is vegan. But I still think vegans would have a problem with vegan with that vegan a, a lot of them just wouldn't like meat in general the vegan friend that, that i used to have would always say that like meat never appealed to them anyway they never really enjoyed eating meat so man i love meat do you actually love meat yeah yeah it's just so many great bits of meat and so many great ways to cook it yeah like, it is really delicious one of my cousin my cousin-in-law uh, came down from Brisbane for Christmas and he has a smoker. He brought his oh, smoker yeah. with us. Heck yeah. We had smoked lamb, smoked, be- uh, smoked, smoked bris- beef brisket 
and um, smoked ham. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, like, smoked stuff. Oh, it was so delicious. Um, I'm so going to get in. Like, I'm really into cooking this year. But right. I'm, when I move to, like, Dylan's in you, Melbourne, well, gonna I actually sure, have my own kitchen. And you're going to make sure he cooks. Well, you cook. Yeah. And you're going to cook good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dylan's said he wants to go on a diet as well. I'm like, that's all the permission I need <laughs> for me to cook us some really good food. Oh, a smoker though. Oh gosh. Mm. Like meat is great. Let's be honest, but I am going to become vegetarian. <laughs> really? Least, yeah. Eventually. And eventually I will be a vegan. I'm fairly sure. But that's, I'm going to wait for technology to catch up because I believe that lab grown meat will be vegan. That's my personal view. Yes. So you, th- so that's why you have the opinion that Cloudy with a chance ball meat. Ch- Cloudy with a chance ball. <laughs> Cloudy, with a, Cloudy with a chance ball meat. <laughs> so that's chance why you think uh, ball meat. Seawackham is um Seawackham meat is Quackum. vegan meat because in your opinion, meat that isn't made from meat that is still by its structure is still animal meat, yeah. but not from an actual animal mm-hmm. is vegan. Yes. Because an animal didn't have to suffer for it. Right. Cause yeah, I'm, cause that's what my argument's like. Yeah. It's with, the, there's probably vegans who are like, it's still meat. I don't want that. Even if it didn't come from an animal, yeah. I don't want it kind of thing. And a lot of people are vegans or on like quote unquote plant based diets because it's very healthy for you, which yeah. is mostly true. Um, like, yeah. So it's, it's interesting to know that like it solved veganism. Like, okay. Flint's invention has solved everything. It has solved (laughs) world world hunger. hunger. It has solved like pandemics for the most part. How? Because most, most, uh, like pandemics are from us consuming like animal animals. You yeah, know, I guess like so. Like zoonotic diseases, most like ninety nine percent, and it, that is a like. That's I think that's a I bit of a stretch. Like, well, it's not going to cure the cold. It's not going to cure. Yeah. Well, when I say to cure everything, I don't actually mean that. But like, it, like uh, you could uh, almost well, think when, of the flu and the cold as an ongoing pandemic that will never end. Yeah, and I agree. it's not going to fix those. No, but no. other things, yes. Yeah. Um. When I had a vegan friend, they were like, and Corona broke out. And she was like, yeah, I mean, if everyone became vegan, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I'm like, yes, but also if people had cooked their food properly, this wouldn't have happened. I think that's a more suitable solution to this yeah. and more likely solution to the problem. Cooking meat properly. Cooking meat properly. That's all you need to do. Exactly. Follow hygiene. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, like it, it's it's just solved a lot, you know. But also it's probably put everyone out of a job when you think about it. Yeah. The whole agricultural business out of job. Like it's probably also yeah. put the world into ruins. Yeah. Most like, I mean, it literally had. So he's... Yeah. Although we didn't see, let's be honest, Flint's invention killed thousands of people. Yeah. We, we didn't, we Hundreds didn't see of thousands, we, millions probably. We never saw it in the movie. Like everyone conveniently was like saved. Yeah. But... Millions died. Exactly. Thanks to Flint's invention. So thanks Flint Lockwood for being a mass murderer <laughs> akin to Hitler. <laughs> okay. Um, well, enough about Hitler. Why don't we talk about the McLaugh effect? <laughs> McLaugh. The M- McCulloch effect. McCulloch. M-C-C-O-L-L-O-G-H effect. I was told to not look it up. Yeah, because so. we have a podcast list, like a shared document. And then in brackets it says, don't look it up, Aaron. So here's something that I would like you to try. Um, what would you like me to try, Jordan? Wait, Dylan. Dylan just sent me a text saying, call me already. He said, bro, I really want this apartment. I'm worried we've already lost it. I'll call me already so I can get your permission to tell them I want it. We are almost done is what I'll say. Spoilers. <laughs> Um, so the McCulloch effect is something that's extremely interesting and I found it from a Tom Scott video. Then I tried it. Okay. So essentially there is a little test you can do with your eyes and it can last for a while. So he said not to try this. If you now, Aaron might've seen this video. Yeah, I have seen this video. video. Did you try it? I haven't tried it. Okay. So basically what happens is you look at one image, which is 
um, it's a striped pattern. Like, it's just like stripes, bars. So like black bars with red in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then there is like next to it, there's an image of the lines horizontally, except, but instead of red, it's green. So right. it's like green and black bars. So what you do is you, for at least three minutes, you look at one square then you look at um, you look for a couple of seconds at one square, and then you switch over to the other square. Then you look at the other square, and then you look at the other square. What will happen is after if you do that for a couple of minutes, if you then look at a black and white image, so a black and white image of those bars, mm-hmm. the bars will have color. Mm-hmm. Now I tried this, and afterwards it hardly worked. Like right, I, yeah. I looked at it and it didn't really have anything. But then I clicked off. I clicked off, but I still had that tab open. Then after like five minutes, I went back to that tab and I could actually see that for the red portions were actually red. Not not fully red, but they were definitely orange, right? And I was right. like, it developed after a couple of minutes. Right. And that persisted for at least an hour. Okay. And I didn't try it after an hour. After an hour, I closed the tab. It didn't work the next day, but there actually was, yeah, there was like, yeah. Noticeable. Noticeable effects. And what can actually happen is that if you do it long enough, it can actually persist for up to a month. Yeah. And that there are some people, like, for example, if, if they saw a railing, like a green railing, that they would actually see different color there, just out in the natural world. Yeah. Which is why Tom Scott was like, if you work in, like, graphic design and with color, don't do this because yeah. it might actually screw up your field of work. Yeah extremely interesting and I would encourage everyone to at least look it up and then Unless try Unless you are it. a colorist of some description. For all of our colorist audience out there. <laughs> also known as racists, let's be honest. <laughs> Not that kind of colorist. No. I just found it quite interesting and I would encourage you to give it a try. Okay. I will try it at some point when I... Uh, I don't think I have to do any coloring. Very nice. And finally, before we wrap it up so I can call Dylan... <laughs> <laughs> I was out with some friends a couple nights ago in town mm-hmm. and we stumbled upon a busker and it was this uh, kid who I sort of know. I don't know if he knows my name, but I know his name. Um, and this other guy in his like late 20s busking and doing some guitar work. And we sit down and we take a listen. And then after one of the songs, the guy, the older guy's like, hey, you guys local or from a like OU tourist and we're like oh yeah we're all local and I'm like what school did you go to and he's like oh I went to this one this one this one he went through a bunch of different schools apparently right yeah but then he said North Haven and then three three out of the four of us had gone to North Haven right so I was like yeah we cheered yeah North Haven I'm like then I said let's sing the school song <laughs> really? so that's what we did <laughs> me the whole table, pretty much, except for the one person that didn't go to North Haven, and the busker all sang the North Haven school song. Right. And then the other, the kid on the guitar started playing along the chords. He didn't, didn't go to North Haven, but he could, like, you know, play along with the chords. And, yeah, we just all sung the school song in the middle of, no, like, in the middle of town at 9.30 p.m. at night. That's pretty cool. And then I saw them yesterday as well. And I was with a different group of friends. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're the guy who like we sang the school song and like did the impression. Cause I did an impression later on and stuff. But, um, well, yeah. And eventually they started playing shape of you by Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. And, um, then after the first chorus, so- someone was like, spit some bars. <laughs> so the kid just stayed on the, um, the, just did like the chords for Shape of You And then the guy started singing Lose Yourself by Eminem He started doing the rap You know, like if right. you had one, like Palms sweaty, knees big, arms are heavy, mom's spaghetti That whole thing He started mm-hmm. rapping along to Shape of You And then the kid, um, then everyone clapped And the kid just did the chorus still Chorus, the chords And then he's like, if anyone has some bars Just feel free to jump up on the mic So I went around and I hopped on the mic and I just started singing the lyrics to Wonderwall <laughs> with the chords, <laughs> but they worked perfectly. Wow. And we all started singing Wonderwall to the chords of Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Right. And it was it was a good it was a good good fun time. And it just it makes me really miss busking and performance and stuff. And it's being able to do it again, it's just been really fun. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think that's today's episode of the Tasteful Podcast. I've I got a it feeling is. it's got a it's it's a long one. How? Oh, it's a it's an interesting one. How long is it? We'll have to cut a fair bit out, Jordan, because things happens. 
How, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But what minute mark are we up to so far? Well, it, it doesn't matter. But I'm just curious, Aaron. Everything is meaningless, Jordan. Wow. Well, welcome back to the Tasteful Podcast, where everything is meaningless. It really is. Like, honestly, this whole podcast is meaningless. Pretty much. Thanks for listening, listeners. If you have any questions or queries, concerns, please email us. Aaron will give you the address. At T-H-E-T-A-S-T-E-F-U-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Yep, that's T-H-E-T-A-S-T-E-F-U-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Um, next week, we have our final episode of... Not maybe... maybe I, I don't know. We have a 2020 wrap-up next week featuring all of our favorite stuff from the year. So yes. tune in for that. Tune in for Tuna. Yeah. All right. Okay. See you Have later. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya.